Hey friends, I am Jeremy Hearn and welcome to the Saint Friends podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's Saint Friend was a student of one of our previous Saint Friends. He was a prolific writer about a number of churchy things and was even given special clothes by the Blessed Virgin Mary herself. Let's find out why you don't have to be a doctor of the church to do great things with our new friend, Saint Ildefonsus. Ildefonsus was born to a well-off Visigoth family in Toledo, Spain, around December 8th in the year 607. The climate of Visigothic Spain at the time was tumultuous to say the least. Civil wars were breaking out every few months, and the church was doing its best to help hold things together. As a child, Ildefonsus' uncle, the future Saint Eugenius, helped teach him basic education things like reading, writing, and math, but their lessons soon took on a religious tone. And around the year 632, Bishop Eladius of Toledo ordained our saint friend today as a deacon of the church. Ildefonsus' family saw this as the beginning of a promising clerical career. He was a deacon now, but then he could become a priest, and later a bishop, and give their family huge authority in the region. Well, he wasn't up for the whole political power move thing, and instead became a monk at the Agali Monastery outside the city. Using his family power and influence, Ildefonsus instead helped build a similar community to the one he was in now for women. In 650, he was elected as the abbot of Agali and went to two synods, the 8th and 9th councils of Toledo, in 653 and 655 respectively. The bishop who ordained Ildefonsus as a deacon had died, and our saint friend's uncle, the previously mentioned Eugenius, became the bishop of Toledo. It was during this time that he furthered his education at the side of one of our old saint friends, Isidore, the Bishop of Seville and future Doctor of the Church. In 657, Bishop Eugenius also died, and Ildefonsus was elected as a successor to the episcopacy in Toledo. The Visigoth king, Rekishvinth, urged him in a way only a king can to accept the position, which Ildefonsus later complained about to his own protege and successor, Quiricus of Barcelona. As a bishop, Ildefonsus took to writing a lot, and though only four of his writings survive to today, they were instrumental in the reshaping of Spanish theology in the 7th century. His most famous work, called On the Perpetual Virginity of St. Mary, was a bestseller, so to speak, in the Middle Ages, and was one of the strongest defenses of the Church's traditional teachings on Mary. Just a short quote from there so you can get a sense of our saint friend's writing style. Quote, Behold, all the earth is filled with the glory of God through this virgin. From the little to the great, all have come to know the living God through this virgin. All have seen the salvation of God through this virgin. All the ends of the earth have remembered and converted through this virgin. All the nations of the world worship before her son, for the kingdom belongs to the son, and God himself shall rule over the nations. All these sing to the Lord, her son, the new song of redemption. For by being born from this virgin, he has done great things. God has made known his salvation through this virgin and revealed his justice in our sight. And behold, all the nations bless him that was born of such a mother and praise him. End quote. 
This repetitive writing style was done as an imitation of the writings of St. Jerome, and has become typical of the Mozarabic liturgy that is used throughout Spain at churches where the Latin rite isn't celebrated. His constant referencing of our old saint friend, the Blessed Virgin Mary, as the Virgin, rather than the more common at the time French title of Our Lady, is credited as the source of why Spanish mentions of Mary almost always refer to her as the Blessed Virgin Mary instead of Our Lady. The most famous story about Ildefonsus is his encounter with Mary herself. At some point, our saint friend was praying before the relics of Saint Leocadia when she rose from her tomb and thanked him for the devotion he showed to Mary, the mother of God. On December 18th of 665, Bishop Ildefonsus was celebrating Mass at the Church of Saint Leocadia, the Basilica of Toledo, when Mary appeared to him in person. As he and the congregation sang a Marian hymn, Light filled the church, which caused most of the people to run out of fear. Ildefonsus and a few of the deacons stayed. And what did they see but Mary descend and sit on the bishop's chair? She praised our saint friend today for his devotion to her and got up to dress him in a special chasuble, the big poncho-like garment that priests wear for Mass, which she said was from her son's treasury, asking Ildefonsus to wear it only on Marian feast days. Because of this visitation of Mary, Rome later elevated Toledo to the metropolitan see of Carthaginiensis, the one with the most authority on the entire Iberian Peninsula. Ildefonsus died after a decade as the bishop on January 23rd in 667 and was buried at the Basilica in Toledo. Another church council decreed that December 18th, the anniversary of Mary's visit to Ildefonsus, would be a local Marian feast day in addition to the others already on the calendar. Even when the Moors had invaded Spain and the basilica was being used as a mosque, the area in the church where Mary had appeared remained dedicated to her. Pilgrims would travel across Europe to see the stone on which Mary stood as she rose from the bishop's chair to robe Ildefonsus in heavenly attire. Later wars caused Ildefonsus' relics to be moved to Zamora, where they remain today at the Church of Saints Peter and Ildefonsus. His feast day is celebrated each year on January 23rd, and though our saint friend today has not been named officially as a doctor of the church, many in Spain started calling him one immediately after his death. His writings and encounter with Mary became so popular and well-known that it has been incorporated into the Ethiopian church's version of the martyrology, saying, quote, Salutation to Dexius, bishop of Toledo, to whom Mary gave heavenly apparel, because he wrote the account of the miracle of her annunciation, end quote. Here, they call Ildefonsus Dexius because of the Gies translation of his story, obviously. We all definitely knew that and are all caught up on our homework about translations of Eastern Rite liturgies in their native languages, right? Thanks for spending a few minutes with me and our new friend, St. Ildefonsus. You can reach out to us anytime by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at saintfriendspod. And as always, visit our website, saintfriends.com, to find even more Saint Friends. As we wrap up, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. Ildefonsus had every opportunity to seize powerful positions and use them to further his own agenda, but instead did what he could to avoid it. As a result, he became one of the most powerful bishops in Europe at the time and was personally visited and robed by the Blessed Virgin Mary. May we see the example of Ildefonsus as a reminder that those who seek the glory of God rather than their own are often rewarded far beyond their wildest imaginations. We say together, Saint Ildefonsus, pray for us.